Meeting Pulse For now and forever, let's dispel the myth that all meetings are bad, that meetings are a waste of time, and that there are already too many of them. The fact is that well-run meetings are the moment of truth for accountability. To gain traction, you'll probably need to meet even more than you presently do. In Patrick Lencioni's book, Death by Meeting, he opens the book by making a humorous observation. After hearing many leaders complain about meetings and saying things like, if I didn't have to go to meetings, I'd like my job a lot more. Lencioni asks us to imagine hearing a surgeon saying to a nurse before surgery, if I didn't have to operate on people, I might actually like this job. He then asks us to consider the fact that for those of us who lead and manage organizations, meetings are pretty much what we do. It's possible to hold extremely productive meetings that actually save time. In this chapter, you will combine the 90-day world with a powerful tool, the Level 10 Meeting. Together, these will enable you to have great meetings that increase communication, accountability, team health, and results. As a result of meeting more and following the meeting pulse, everyone will get more done. The time you spend meeting will actually free up time for moving forward. The meeting pulse is your organization's heartbeat. Rather than long, meandering meetings, a meeting pulse with a specific agenda throughout your departments will keep your organization healthy. A meeting pulse operates just like an EKG illustrating a spike. When people have to get something done for a meeting, they wait until the last minute and usually finish it. That's the spike. The more you can increase the meeting interval, the more spikes you get, and then the more business you'll finish. At first, you'll resist these regular meetings, but as soon as they become a habit, you'll embrace them. You won't know how you could have lived without them in the past. I have seen this happen with every client. It's where the real magic happens. The meeting pulse consists of two types of meetings. The first is quarterly, and the second is weekly. Let's take them one at a time, starting with the quarterly. The 90-Day World As a part of your vision, you created a three-year picture. After that came a one-year plan and now a 90-Day World. The 90-Day idea stems from a natural phenomenon, that human beings stumble, get off track, and lose focus roughly every 90 days. To address this aspect of human nature, you must implement a routine throughout the entire organization that creates a 90-day world. I first discovered its effectiveness in my own organization. After my first full-day meeting with my leadership team, we all came out laser-focused on where we were going as an organization and what we had to do. Roles and responsibilities were agreed upon. We were on the same page and fired up. But 90 days later, for some reason, we'd all started to wander off track. I couldn't explain why, so we held another meeting for a full day, pulling us all back together. We had a passionate, intense, productive meeting and got back on track again. Yet after another 90 days, I had to hold another meeting because I did not even recognize my team. What happened to the people who were participating in that intense meeting 90 days ago? I wondered.
we couldn't be further off the same page. But just like clockwork, by the end of the meeting we were fired up and on the same page yet again. I soon realized it was a normal cycle. When I really thought about the problem, I noticed it affected my entrepreneurs organization forum group, my friends, and my family. It seems to be human nature. Of the 1,300 full-day sessions I've conducted, at least 900 have been quarterly sessions. People whose focus was clear in the prior quarterly session became unfocused by the following one. I would see absolute agreement on core issues the previous quarter and then total disagreement in the current one. By the end of the session, though, everyone would be back on track. In some situations, people didn't even remember agreeing. Fortunately, I kept very good notes and could prove that they did. Realizing this cycle was normal, I changed my attitude. First, I stopped getting frustrated and accepted it. Second, I decided to put together a great agenda for a powerful quarterly meeting every time. Now, all EOS clients follow this exact same agenda in their quarterlies. One last point. If you don't continue to align quarterly, your organization will fragment to the point that you will get far off track. You will start to lose great people. You will lose sight of your vision. And you will end up right back where you started in chaos. To repeat, 90 days is about as long as a human being can stay focused. It's human nature. So stop fighting it and solve the problem by following the quarterly meeting pulse, thereby creating a 90-day world for your company. In addition, I strongly recommend that you hold your quarterly meetings off-site. When you're at the office, there will be too many distractions to pull you back into the business. Being away provides a great opportunity for the team to truly work on the business. The EOS Quarterly Meeting Pulse Who? The Leadership Team Where? Off-site Duration? 8 hours Frequency? Every 90 days Pre-work Vision Traction Organizer complete Everyone brings his or her issues and proposed priorities for the coming quarter the quarterly meeting agenda. Segway. Review previous quarter. Review the VTO. Establish next quarter's rocks. Tackle key issues. Next steps. Conclude. Segway. This is the transition from a full 90 days of working hard in the business to starting to work on the business. Each person should share three things. One, best business and personal news in the last 90 days. Two, what is working and not working in the organization. And three, expectations for the day. Not only will this elevate everyone to working on the business, but it will also help set the stage for the quarterly meeting. One person might say during his or her segue, the best business news is that we landed the ABC account. What I feel is working is the new customer relationship management software. What I feel is not working are our delivery times, the customer service department, and our inventory system. My expectation is to solve these three things once and for all. Plus, I'd like us to be a healthier leadership team. 
This, along with everyone's segue, sets the tone for the meeting. Review Previous Quarter Review all of your numbers, quarterly revenue, profit, gross margin, and any other relevant key numbers, and your rocks, company and leadership teams on the rock sheet, from the previous quarter, to confirm which ones were achieved and which ones were not. I highly recommend simply stating done or not done for each. This will give you a clear black and white picture of how you performed. Don't get caught up in believing you can complete 100% of your rocks every quarter. It's perfectionist thinking and not realistic. You always want to strive for 80% completion or better. That's enough to be truly great. If you didn't complete 80%, you need to understand why and learn from it. Look at the rocks you didn't accomplish. Discuss why they weren't completed. The two most common reasons for not achieving a rock are you took too much on and overshot, which was poor prediction on your part. In this case, your team will need to become better at setting more realistic rocks. The first time most clients set their rocks, they almost always set them too high. Someone dropped the ball. In other words, the rock was attainable, but the person in charge did not give it his or her all. In this case, you have an accountability issue, and you need to put it on the issues list and solve it. In the long run, you will reach a point where every member of the leadership team always gives his or her maximum effort when owning a rock. You have one of three options with incomplete rocks. One, carry the rock forward to the next quarter. Two, if the rock is 95% complete, completing the last 5% simply becomes an action item for the to-do list. Three, reassign the rock to someone else. Review the VTO. The sole intent of reviewing the VTO every quarter is to refresh your memory on the vision and to make sure that everyone is still on the same page. Within that framework, you will set much better rocks for the next quarter. When people are not on the same page, discuss and debate until they are. Taking the necessary time to review the VTO and get back on the same page in the quarterly meeting also leads to much better issue solving later in the session due to everyone having absolute clarity on the company's greater good. In an open and honest environment, everyone must voice their opinions if they don't understand, don't agree, or have a concern with any item in the VTO. If there is any confusion, you must solve the issue at that moment until everyone is in concert. A good VTO review takes between 30 minutes and 2 hours, depending how much discussion is needed. Make certain you conclude the VTO review by updating the 8th section, the Issues list. Remove any issues that have been solved and add any new ones. This will build your Issues list for the day. Establish Next Quarter's Rocks With the stage set from your segue, clarity on your results from the review of last quarter's rocks, your vision clearly in mind after your review of the VTO and your issues list in front of you. You now follow the rock setting process covered earlier in this chapter. List everything that must get done this quarter. Decide to keep, kill, or combine everything on the list, 
boiling them down to the right three to seven rocks for the company and assign ownership. From there, establish each leadership team member's rocks and give them to one member to create the rock sheet. Tackle key issues. With your rocks set, you will have anywhere from one to four hours left in your meeting, depending on how long your VTO review and rock setting took. It's now time to tackle all of your relevant issues for the quarter. What makes for great meetings is solving issues. Start by making sure that all of the issues are on the list. Ask the team for any issues they have on their minds if they haven't shared them already during the first half of the meeting. You now go to the issues list you have compiled, which includes issues from the first half of the meeting and all carryover issues from previous meetings that were listed on the VTO issues list. Remove all issues that were resolved by the creation of new rocks. Tackle the remaining issues following the Issues Solving track, Identify, Discuss, and Solve, IDS. Establish the top three issues, then start with number one and work through the list in order of priority. For each issue, identify the real problem, then openly discuss all aspects of it, getting all opinions out on the table with no tangents. From there, move to solve the issue and make it go away forever. You will get through anywhere from 1 to 15 issues depending on the time you have and the magnitude of the issues. Any issues you do not solve can simply be carried forward to your weekly issues list or the VTO issues list depending on their priority level. You will rarely solve them all. The important thing is to make sure you're solving them in order of priority. Next Steps This part of the quarterly meeting is typically short. Everyone discusses any next steps, who is doing what, and whether there are any messages to communicate to the organization based on the decisions made in the meeting. For instance, if you solve the issue mentioned in the segue regarding the customer service department, in next steps, you might confirm that the Director of Operations is going to meet with everyone in customer service and together strategize and implement a plan this quarter to create a world-class customer service department. Conclude In concluding the meeting, everyone shares three things. One, feedback on the meeting. Two, whether their expectations were met or not. And three, their rating on the meeting from one to ten. You want the standard to average above 8. It's powerful how much the quarterly meeting pulse can do for you. It focuses everyone on which direction you should row. You come out fired up and ready to take on the next quarter. However, like clockwork, you're going to start getting off track again 90 days later. Some quarters, you may think that you don't need to meet. I can remember several times needing to convince my partners after they asked, why are we meeting again? Aren't things going pretty well? Don't fall into this trap. You have to combat the human tendency to want to coast for a while and take a little pressure off. I have clients that call once in a while prior to a quarterly, saying they don't think they need to meet. After I convince them they do, in every case they have reported they were glad they did. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the words, wow, and I didn't think we'd have anything to talk about this quarter, at the end of a client quarterly session. You're going to repeat that same quarterly meeting pulse forever. 
you will find that the meetings keep getting better. With that routine in place, at the end of every year, you will piggyback an extra day on the front end of your quarterly meeting for your annual planning. Annual planning is an opportunity to build team health, reset the vision, and create a clear plan for the next year. The EOS Annual Meeting Pulse. Who? The Leadership Team. Where? Off-site. Duration? Two days. Frequency? Every year. Pre-work. Bring completed vision traction organizer, proposed budget for next year, and thoughts on goals for next year. The Annual Planning Agenda, Day 1. Segway. Review previous year. Team Health Building. SWOT Issues List. VTO through one-year plan. Segway. Each member of the leadership team shares three things. One, the organization's three greatest accomplishments in the previous year. Two, his or her one greatest personal accomplishment for the year. And three, his or her expectations for the two-day annual planning session. The power of the annual Segway, in addition to setting the stage and transitioning from working in the business to on the business, is that leaders have a chance to stop for a few minutes and reflect on the company's successes and progress over the previous year. After the Segway, one client said, I was actually feeling like we had a bad year until I listened to everyone share the business accomplishments. We actually had a pretty good year. This is typically the mindset after the segue, and that sets the tone for what follows. Review Previous Year Review the previous year's goals, the previous year's numbers, previous year's revenue, profit, gross margin, and other relevant key numbers, and last quarter's rocks. You should be achieving 80% or better of your goals to truly be great. One of the ways you and your team will become better predictors of future events is by reviewing your results and addressing what worked and what didn't. When you review your goals for the year, you must take the same approach as the rock review. You want only black or white, done or not done answers. This is one reason your goals must be very specific. If one of the goals for the year was create a sales-focused organization, how can you determine if that was done or not? If the sales goal was $2 million in new sales from the sales team and $300,000 from account managers, you can definitely determine if that was done. Keep in mind your goals were set a year ago. Most people's memories aren't good enough to remember what the intention was that far back. You don't have to remember intentions if you have specific and measurable goals. There's another reason to prefer specificity. You're trying to assess how you did in order to determine exactly your degree of success or failure so that you can get better at it next time. When the results are vague and debatable, it's far too difficult to see clearly what worked and what didn't. You then rationalize your way into believing the year was better than it was. When you have no real way to pinpoint what to improve upon, you aren't going to get better. So even if your first attempts to establish goals prove to be off the mark, sometimes way off the mark, keep trying. With practice, you learn to set targets that are truly specific, measurable, and attainable, which will make you great predictors and ultimately lead to a solid, well-run, and enduring organization.
Team Health Building Many great team-building exercises are available. You may already have one. If you don't, I highly recommend an exercise I call One Thing. Each member of the team receives feedback from the others on his or her single greatest strength or most admirable ability and his or her biggest weakness or hindrance to the success of the company. The exercise is done out in the open with the entire leadership team present. I believe the peer evaluation methods that are conducted anonymously actually do more harm than good. This exercise has been done countless times with teams and it always has produced great long-term results. Some clients have performed this exercise four years running at their annual planning session and the results get better every time. After everyone has received the feedback from their team members, each then must choose one thing he or she will commit to doing differently in the coming year based on the feedback. It's short, simple, very powerful and effective, and it leads to great insights with improved openness and honesty on the team. This exercise should take no longer than two hours. A great discipline I've used with my clients to assure full delivery to their commitments is to do a quick feedback exercise in each quarterly session. Each person states their commitment and every member gives one word feedback on how they are doing honoring it. They state either better, worse, or same. It's a nice tap on the shoulder and it substantially improves follow through.